welcome to Your Best Writing Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Writers Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I am so glad you're listening in today. Today, we're going to talk about how to rock media interviews for writers. I am so excited about my industry expert that's joining me today, and you will absolutely love her, Monica Schmelter. Monica hosts a daily television program called Bridges, which airs in over 50 million homes on Christian television network. Her show Bridges is also available on streaming platforms like Roku and at monicashmelter.com. Monica, I am so glad that you are here with me today on Your Best Writing Life. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, Linda. I'm excited, looking forward to talking to you and talking with all of the listeners today. Well, before we begin, something I love to do with my first time industry expert guest is I would like for us to take just a moment to journey into the life of our expert, which of course today, Monica, is you. So would you share something that we may not read in your bio? Yes, yes, actually I can. Linda, when I was about five or six years old, I walked into our living room and in my living room was my mom and my grandmother. And at this time, we were not yet a Christian family. And I said something like, when I grow up, I'm going to be on TV and tell people about God. And my mom said, no, honey, you're not. We're we're a poor family and things like that don't happen to poor families. And I said, but I am, mom. I'm going to do it. And she said, no, honey, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. And so, Linda, a lot of people don't know that. But when I was little, I, I had that dream in my heart and God put it there, even though I didn't know it was him that put it there. That is fabulous. You know, Monica, God is so good. Yes, he, is he is so good. And before we know him, he knows us and he yes, knows he how he has designed us and what he has in store for us. So those of you that are listening, if you have felt a similar nudge, I'm going to encourage you go for it. Because if God placed it there, he is the God of all possibilities. So don't let anyone else's know or finances or any of this stop you from reaching toward the goal that God has placed in your life. And as we go through the rest of our show today, I think you're going to realize real quick, like I have over the number of years that I know Monica, that God absolutely has placed her exactly where he wants her to be. So yay. Well, Monica, I am ready for you to help my listeners rock their media interviews. So you're offering for us today three different segments, and the first one is going to be interview prep, then we're going to look at clarifying their message, and then offering hope. So let's begin at the beginning. How do we prepare for an interview? Well, Linda, I think the first thing to do is to learn a little bit about the show that you're going to be on. For example, if it's, if it's your show, Linda Goldfarb's Your Best Writing Life, Listen to a show 
or two. Read your bio. Get to know it. That will help a number of things. That will help the person rock their media interview because when they get there, they'll be more relaxed. And it will also very much complement the host of the show that you've watched, that you know a little bit about it. It helps everybody if you'll do a little prep, just a little research before the actual media interview. And I appreciate, Monica, that you said, get to know the host. I was in radio for 10 years. And what I consider podcasting today, of course, is like the new radio. But being in radio, one of the things that I knew for my guests to be prepared, I wanted them to understand the one variable that remained the same for every episode, for every show, every time we went live was me. Exactly. And when someone tunes in, they're going to tune in for content, but they're going to tune in because of that connection with the host. So whether it's a radio host, podcast host, Monica, I know you do a little bit of both, but you do television. Yes. So as a television host, not only is your audience comfortable with you, they like your flow. So if I come on your show, Bridges, which I have been, absolutely love it. I want to match your pace. I yes. want your audience to feel at home with me. Mm -hmm. So exactly what you're saying is exactly what I love to do to prepare is I want to get to know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And when I do, then I'm not only going to be good for the audience, I'm going to flow and feel very comfortable with the host. Yes. So that is a perfect way to prepare for an interview. Anything else on preparing for an interview? You know, I think you said something, and it's also important to look at it because you know, I've interviewed New York Times bestselling authors and first-time self-published authors, and I will say this, it's a partnership. You know, so many times authors will jump in and, you know, I just want to talk about my book. And of course, you can and will talk about the book, but knowing the host, as you said, matching the host, that partnership of understanding you're really being invited in a sense to someone's home. Like right now, your best writing life, that that's your that's your podcast home. And you've invited me into it. So I need to not only share what God has given me, but I need to match what you're doing, partner with that. And to do that, I have to know a little bit about you and a little bit about the work that you do. This is great. And I don't know that there's a better tip to prepare our writers, our authors, to prepare yeah, it, them for an interview. It not only will relax them, it absolutely relaxes the host. It builds a relationship. And if that's the first interview, there may be more. You know, I can't tell you over the years, Linda, how many people will say to me, now, who are you and what do you do and, and what is this? And it's like, so you came all the way here and you you don't know anything. And of course, I still gave it my best, but it wasn't that same kind of matching or partnership that it could have been if the author had just done a little bit of research. So good. Because who wouldn't want to know who Monica Schmelter is? <laughs> oh my goodness. And believe me, 
once you've met Monica, you just want to be around Monica. So you've got to know her and you will. We have all of the links that you're going to need to connect with Monica or, of course, in our show notes. Well, let's go to my next question, a little bit broader. Mm -hmm. When we talk about media interviews, I really want to know, how do you rock it? What do you do? Well, I put it together, uh, Linda, in kind of an acronym setting, and I used the word brand just to make it easy so that we could all remember. And I think the first thing that be in brand is to be yourself. You know, people want to talk to real people. That's that's what we're all searching for these days. Someone that is authentic and that they're genuine. So definitely, whether it's TV or it's a podcast or it's radio or whatever, be yourself. Don't put on airs. Don't try to, you know, put forth a, a, an aura of you're just very important or this or that. Be who you are. Let your personality show. That's really where people will find, as funny as it sounds, that's your sweet spot is to go in and to be yourself. I do like that because we can see when someone is not being real. We can hear it. We can see it in their body language. And I will tell you, especially with the Gen Zs, the Gen Xs, those that are looking for hope, that are looking for truth, that are looking for answers, they can sense right away if you're not being authentic, if you're not being genuine. And it's a turnoff factor. It doesn't matter if it's radio, if it's podcast, television. Once that is revealed, then it doesn't matter. People aren't going to continue to listen. So being yourself, let your flaws flow. Yes. 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 I love it. Let your flaws flow. Yes. Yes. Because then everyone goes, oh, wait, that's a human. It's a human person. You know, they're not just this mechanical piece of perfection that comes on and says, I have all the answers, da, 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 da. Because that can even steer someone away from an individual's book. If they think I'm not even good enough to read their book. So if you're yourself, then I see that and I'm drawn to you. And if I'm not, guess what? Your book content is probably not for me. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. We really want to draw unto ourselves those that God has placed in our path as our audience, as our readers, those who are ready for the message that we have for them. So I've got it. B stands for be yourself. Let's move on to R. Okay, so R is one that can be a challenge, but it's key to rocking your media interview, and that is to relax. And I think part of that comes from being yourself. Part of relaxing is taking that deep breath, reminding yourself, Linda, that God has given you a book. You wrote a book. He gave you stories and examples, and that with his help, you can do this. So it's that deep breath and relax. It's not, I'm not talking about an overconfident, oh, I've got this like that, but to to be yourself and to relax, look at the media interview as a conversation, as, you know, if you're at a coffee shop with the host, 
look at it like that, talk to them like that. And I love that you said uh, flow with your flaws. Just relax. Like if you get in your interview, even if you lose your train of thought or you cough or something like that happens, just relax. It happens. It makes you relatable. People are drawn to that. I can't tell you, Linda, how many times like I've mispronounced a word or you know how sometimes those tongue twisters or whatever. And yes. I'll just I'll just laugh about it and just stay relaxed. No sense in getting all worked up. And some of those are the best media interviews. So to rock it, be yourself and relax. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready. What's the next one? We've got A. So we've got B, R. Now we're at A. Tell me, tell me. Yeah, so that's add value. And this is critical. So important to rocking your media interview. Look at your book. Look at your content. And think of ways that you can add value to that particular show. For example, right now, Linda, on your show, Your Best Writing Life, I'm aware that you're talking to authors who have a message from God burning in their heart, a dream from God, and they want to share it. And so look at your book and think, how can I add value to Linda Goldfarb's show? What would be interesting to her listeners or whosoever show that the person is on? So this is about that matching the host and partnership. Look at adding value. I'm talking to writers today right? So I want to let writers know that the way that I want to add value is to help understand that we can create awareness and interest. We want to talk about things that would be interesting to that audience. So that's how we add value. And this is, as you said, critical. I love using that word because it's really going to turn the ear of the listener to go, wait a minute, I need to make note here. Adding value. If you're a fiction writer, I'm going to suggest that as you go through your book and as you are paying attention to the audience that is going to be listening for a particular interview, what are the characters in your book going through? Because it may be fictional characters, but they're walking through life. Is there something in their lives that can actually help the listeners of a show that maybe talks about abuse, maybe talks about the difficult topics. If you're writing on it, there's some expertise that's in there and you can pull from that. You know, Monica, it's like I do some professional acting and in acting, I become a character and that character has flaws, that character has issues. And I can, by putting on a costume, by using a different voice, I can become someone that I'm not, but in that I can still project life lessons via the lines that I'm saying, my physical body, the posturing that I do. And writers can use that also during interviews when they talk about their character, Jeremy, and what he went through. And that becomes relatable where maybe sometimes they did not think of taking that portion out of a fiction book and putting it into a conversational piece for an interview. Yes, I think that's great. Uh, You know, like you mentioned the name of the character, let's just say it is Jeremy. And Jeremy 
is going through a divorce and is going through all of those emotions and all of those feelings, when we share those stories, that adds value. It makes listeners, it makes viewers say, okay, yes, I'm not all alone in Mm. struggling through this season of life or my son or my daughter who's getting a divorce. We talk about relatable things. That's how we add value. We talk about real life, not just concepts and theories, but even in fictional characters, they tell real life stories. And that's one of many ways that a writer can add value and rock their media interview. This is great. All right, Monica, we have be yourself, relax, add value. What does the N stand for? Okay, Linda, so the N stands for notable. And notable is key to rocking your media interview. When you think about it, think about how many TV shows that there are, how many podcasts. There is so much content 24-7. People have options. They have lots of options. So we as writers have to look at it and say, okay, so what makes me stand out? What can I say or what can I do that would make me be notable or different from everybody else? What would make it worth watching or worth listening to? And it may be, Linda, that uh, a writer can give away maybe the first chapter of a book or could have a free downloadable that would actually, like if a person, for example, wrote a book on prayer, maybe you've got a downloadable PDF that you can offer to the host of the show and say, do you think that your audience might like this? And it's a PDF on the three keys to effective prayers, or maybe it's a prayer that you can pray for your son or daughter, but look for things that you can do that will really benefit the show, those that are listening or watching, and that would make you stand out. And, you know, as writers, we're creative. So this is something that everyone can do so that they can be notable. And this is good because even if we have a catchphrase, I know with Linda Gilden and myself, and we've been on your program before, we write on the linked Quick Guide to Personalities. We have a series of books and we call ourselves the two Lindas of personality. Uh, Yes. And that makes it fun because we both have Linda. We both have a middle name that begins with J and we both have a last name that begins with G. So we couldn't go there. So we actually call each other Rose. I call her Rose and she calls me Goldie, but it's a little novelty. And with the novelty, though, we don't want it to be distracting. It can certainly set us apart in the area of who we are. Oh, that's the two Lindas of personality type of thing. It's perfect notable because it's memorable. And that's one of the things in standing out and being notable is you want to do things that are easy for people to remember. I love that you mentioned it can be your tagline, your signature statement. It's something that you do that people will remember you and that the host will appreciate because when we look at rocking your media interview one of the things i want to encourage authors don't look at interviews as just a one-time thing i would like to see writers become so excited about being regular guests and to understand that 
there's more than enough content in your books and, and other things that you've done and in your life experiences to really look at yourself as maybe it's even to have your own TV show or podcast someday. Uh, perhaps it's to be a regular guest on somebody else's show. Don't look at this as kind of one-time things. Look at this as long-term. And that's part of what being notable, that's part of what standing out does, that people, when they think about your subject, what you write about, like when you mentioned relationships, Linda, you want host of shows to say, oh, you know, uh, I want to talk about relationships. I need to call the two Lindas. Uh, those are the kinds of things that we want to see happen. That's how you rock your media interview. Yes, absolutely. So we have be yourself, relax, add value, notable. Now we have the D. We have the D and the D is for dress appropriately. And obviously that doesn't apply to a podcast, but <laughs> if you are on TV, this is where, you know, you also do your research. Look at the show. Some shows are very casual. Some are very uh, dressy. Most these days are in the business casual, uh, but check that out. And if it is a sit-down show like Bridges, where you sit down in chairs, I encourage authors as I work with them, get a chair, sit in front of a full-length mirror and look at what your outfit looks like when you're sitting. You know, sometimes the way that clothes wrinkle, uh, you know, sometimes they, you, you know, just when you sit down, it just gets all scrunched up or right. Right. And so we don't see that in ourselves when we're up getting ready and we're standing in front of a full length mirror. So sit in front of a mirror and look at the different angles to make sure that your clothes uh, look good, that they fit you well and that it represents you well. So dress appropriately to the show. If it's casual, don't wear your sequined gown. Right. But <laughs> Dress appropriately if it's a visual medium. Typically, Linda, medium colors, vivid colors work best. Uh, small prints, fine prints sometimes will dance on the screen. Uh, typically, I tell people avoid whites. Uh, at least have a little bit of color. White can kind of open up the camera's iris, so to speak. So medium colors and avoid fine prints and look at your outfit from all different angles to make sure that it looks as good sitting down as it does standing up. That's a great tip. And I also would encourage our listeners, view the studio online. Take a look at what it looks like. If it's got the same couch or the same chairs every week and they have a color or there's a color theme, you might want to consider what you're wearing and also what your host might wear. Look at a few shows and see what they're wearing and do a little matchy-matchy there. At least if you're in the same color theme, it will work better for you too. And it looks like you've paid attention and done your prep work from the beginning. So you've prepared for it. You know what they've done. Now, I will tell you, Monica, I don't know how many times studios change, but the one time that you walk in and they've totally changed their set, it might be a good thing to ask the host, is your set still the same that it was, you know, back then? That way yes. you would be prepared a little bit more, right? 
I think so, yes. And it's clear, Linda, that you know how to rock your media interviews because everything that you just said about looking at the set, looking at the color scheme and figuring out how to complement that, that is key. Uh, it's one of those fine attention to details. And most writers pay close attention to detail in their writing and in their books. So if you take that skill and you just apply it to media, you go online, you look at that set, uh, this is just yet another way to rock that media interview. This is great. Well, we talked about things that are key. So here's a question. What mm -hmm. are the keys to a successful interview? Okay, so for this, Linda, as I try to make it easy to remember, I use the word show and I make an acronym from that. And so because what we want to do is to show listeners, to show readers, to share our message. And that's what the S is for. Share your message, really refine your message to rock your media interview. I encourage authors to get your main message, and I know this is hard, but it's key to rocking your media interview. Get your message down, record it. Try to talk about your book in 60 seconds or less to convey that one main idea. It needs to be that concise so that you can share with viewers. You can get an opportunity to download to them what God has given you. So get out your phone, uh, You know, set the, the recorder on, and really get that message down to 60 seconds so that when you step on that set, you know that you won't run on, you won't ramble, you've got your elevator speech, uh, so to speak, and that you can share with listeners and viewers what God has given you to share. This is great because if you can say it in 60 seconds, then you can breathe and expound on the rest of it as the interviewer the host brings you through the questions that they have set for you. But being able to be concise with what it is that you're about lets everyone else go, ah, I want to listen to this. Exactly. Excellent. And it Excellent. makes the host, it makes the host happy too, because the host can't possibly know everything about every book and every author. So when an author can say that in 60 seconds or less, she or he, that, that host, has an idea of how to flow with questions. So it really, uh, it helps everybody. Uh, and it really helps you show to viewers and listeners your complete message. Good. So we have share. What is the H? The H is for hope. And Linda, I'm sure that you would agree. Everybody needs hope these days. If you're going to go on a show, whether it's a podcast, TV, whatever, you know, don't be the Debbie Downer. Take your message and offer hope. Uh, talk about things that are inspirational, things that will inspire people. If you can be a hope giver, you will rock your media interview. You will be invited back. I can tell you that Really, what is trending, what people are looking for is that they are looking for hope. You want to be attracted, um, drawn to those shows that want hope. And, and hope, I just can't say it enough. It's so key. Look at your message and think about what brings hope to people. Get it down to that elevator speech so that you can share 
And so that for the H that you can offer hope. Mm. So we have share, we have hope. What is the O in show? The O is to offer value. And, you know, I think so many times, one of the things that I will see that authors want to do is get so wrapped up in the details of the book. And that's quite understandable, right? Because our books are like our babies. We put so much time and attention and we just want people to know everything that's in there. But, you know, an interview is just maybe 10 minutes or 30 minutes. We can't offer everybody everything, but Look at what would be most valuable to that audience. Uh, Like Linda, the conversation that we're having now, your best writing life, right? I need to be offering value to people who are looking to improve their writing life, who are thinking, okay, what disciplines do I need to incorporate? How do I take those disciplines? How do I take that content and share it with others? How do I get my message out? And so that's how I'm offering value. I understand who the audience is today. And this is a part of that interview prep and all of that. So look for ways that you can offer audiences, whether audio, video, whatever, how can you offer value and stick with that? I, when I looked at the word offer, mm-hmm. immediately my mind went to the Lord washing the feet yes. of his disciples because he was becoming a servant. And when we offer something, we are willing servants. We are offering something of value. We're not asking for anything in return, but we certainly want to serve the listeners, the viewers, the audience, what they need, what is palatable, not something, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we're not there about selling our project. If we are, we're not going to go far. That's the job of the host. The host will draw things out. The host will say, by the way, you can find out more about this in our show notes. By the way, everything is on our website, so you'll be able to find this out. But when an individual is open to offering and offering value, not the fear, well, if I tell them everything that's in my book, then they won't buy my book. That's so not true, right, Monica? That's so not true. And the more value that you offer, the more people really want to buy the book. Uh, So if you tell people, you know, don't be afraid to tell people what's in your book. Just make it that you're offering value. I love that you said that, Linda. We're here to serve. We're offering. I look at it like we're offering value. And we're inviting people to Christ. We're inviting people in. We're not being pushy. We're not being dominated. We're taking what God has given us and we're offering that to people that are listening and to people that are watching. And there's no fear in our hearts about if we sell books or if we don't, because when we're doing kingdom work, God, God is going to help bless that work. And Linda, you're right about the host. 
I want to mention books that I get excited about, books that I see that have value. I'm happy to say, if you want to know more about Linda Goldfarb's book, go to her website right now. We all need this. You're so right. Let the host do that part. And, and as writers, as the guest, let's just offer our content. Let's offer value and invite people in. That's the way to make relationships. It really is. And we are all about relationships. We were created for a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for our relationship with the Holy Spirit and Father God. And we are certainly created for relationships with one another. So being creative for relationships, what we offer, we want it to always have value. Well, now we're at the W in the mm -hmm. word show. Yeah. And that's probably my favorite word. That's the wow. <laughs> and I encourage, Linda, everybody that's listening today on your best writing life, I want you to take the time to look at your next interview or the next interview that you'd like to have and ask yourself the question, what can I offer that will wow the listeners or what can I offer that will wow the viewers? What has God given you that is so unique, that is special? Write that down, get it down to a sentence or two. I think even if you're dreaming one day of having your own TV program or your own podcast, a question to ask is, how can I wow people? How can I offer something that makes people want to watch or that makes people want to listen? Put yourself in other people's shoes. Look at the needs that are out there and think, how can I wow them? How can I meet these needs? How can I do this? And, I, and as you do that, you will absolutely rock your media interview. You will absolutely get return invites. And yes, people will buy your books because they are wowed by who you are and by the work that God has called you to do. Mm, this is good. So we know with brand, which is you know, really getting to the nitty gritty aspect of physically, what am I doing? I'm going to be mm -hmm. myself. I'm going to relax. I'm going to add value. Value is so important. That's why it's in both of the acronyms. I'm going to be notable. I'm going to dress appropriately on the show, which is to have that successful interview. I like that it's shorter because I need to share and I really mm -hmm. like that you said, record your message in 60 seconds because you'll know how you say it and you'll be able to see how other people receive it. So I really like that recording. That is so good. So you're going to share, you're going to offer that hope. Always we are about hope. You're going to make an offer that has value and you want to wow them. You want them to sit back where they are and go, I need to tell someone else about this program. I need to share this. I need to, this was so valuable to me. I want other people to hear it. And I will tell you, if things are shared, if it's, if an episode, if a show is talked about, you better believe that host is going to say, I really like this guest and I'm going to have this guest back. It's perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, then we come to the final question is how do we create media interest? 
You know, I'm glad that you asked that because that's key to rocking your media interview because we can't just sit back and wait for people to invite us. You know, you really have to let people know that you're there. And so as a writer, if you don't have talking points, some people call them questions, you need to get a one sheet of talking points. What what do you have that you can talk about on a show? Uh, for example, Linda, uh, you and the two Lindas, you can talk about relationships. You can talk about personalities. So you look at that topic and you look perhaps at uh, Valentine's Day. And well, everybody talks about relationships at Valentine's Day. So the two Lindas could send their talking points to several radio stations, to local news stations, and put together a one-sheeter about a great story you can tell about a relationship or the content that you have, and you will get calls. So that's that's a way to create interest. Look at the calendar, look at holidays, look at your topic, and think about ways that you can share by one-sheeters or through phone calls how you can be an expert guest on someone's show. And there are so many shows there are so many podcasts. There are so many. If you have writers that are your friends, which those that are listening to your best writing life, we know that writing in and of itself can be a lonely, a lonely business, but we certainly have a lot of family out there. So I encourage you get involved in writers groups, get involved in going to writers conferences, get involved with other writers. And when you're with other writers, ask them what interviews they're going on. Ask them if they know of particular radio programs, television programs that your content would be a good fit to. Because the one thing that I have found, Monica, with Christian writers we love to share. We love to offer opportunities. We love to grant that hope to fellow writers to say, there is a place for you. I'm not the only one that's going to be interviewed on XYZ show. I like your content. I'm going to recommend you. So we certainly can find out what is working for others and see who we need to contact and send a query Send a little, as you said, a one sheet. I love having one sheets because they say a lot and make sure that there's there's a lot of things that you can include on one sheets, which I'm sure if you have a good media coach, that media coach can help you come up with those talking points, can help you come up with what a good one sheet looks like, which is a perfect segue Monica, for me to invite you, if you would, please, to talk a little bit about what you offer, because I know that you are a media coach. You're an expert in this industry, and you have helped so many just really grow their business, grow their audience to be interviewed in so many different media arenas. Tell us what you offer, and folks, I do have her contact information in the show notes so you can get a hold of her as well. Well, thank you, Linda, for asking about that. I do enjoy working with authors, and I have worked with so many authors. And, you know, for example, when we talk about the one-sheeter, Linda, I think one of the benefits 
of having a media coach. You know, you mentioned how a writer's life can be so lonely. And I know when I'm writing a book, right, I'm all hunkered down. I'm by myself and I'm putting all these words on paper and it's just my heart and my soul. And sometimes we're so close to that, we can't see the forest for the trees. We can't see the talking points or the one cheater through the eyes of someone else. So having a media coach, sometimes that can help spark new creativity from what you've already done. And like, hey, well, we need these talking points and here's the format. And sometimes they're just really neat, very inexpensive giveaways that go along with the book that you can send to your local news station or, or different ways to create that interest. As a media coach, I also help people get their message down to that 60 seconds, get those sound bites down, uh, practice with the questions and the answers and work on how to dress at, for what, how to make those queries. So I've worked with many, many authors and in many different capacities. And of course, on Bridges, uh, we were trying to count. I have done over 5,000 interviews at this point. So uh, I, I, I've seen and worked with all kinds of authors, you know, from self-published to New York Times best-selling authors. And what what we all have in common is that we have a message that we want to share and uh, figuring out those ways to get that message out there to connect with others. So I work with authors to help them do that. Yes, you do. And you are fantastic. You are wonderful. You're patient. You offer clarity. You do what you do so well. And it is greatly appreciated, Monica. Your heart is just on fire for Jesus. And also you are passionate about helping others achieve what God has placed in their heart for them yes. to do what their passion is. You you just keep adding fuel to that fire, honey. And I love it. I love it. I know that you also have a giveaway for our listeners, and it's a PDF that is um, what we have covered, making the most out of your media interviews. So that's in the show notes. Y'all, you need to make sure and go down there and download that. Also connect with Monica in all different ways. And you can see Bridges on television. You can also, and I encourage you as well, to go to Monica Schmelter, S-C-H-M-E-L-T-E-R, monicaschmelter.com, and just see everything that she has to offer. You will, will be blessed by it. Monica, thank you so much for being on with us. I greatly appreciate your time. Greatly appreciate the information that you have given us. Thank you so much, Linda. It's been just a joy to talk with you today. Well, we'll have you back on. There's Thank a lot you. that you, yeah, there's a lot you have to offer and I'm just going to take advantage of that, honey. I'm just going to say that right out loud. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, friends. Thank you for joining us. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being here with you next time on your best writing life.